The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Workers from Tara Mines are today at home after opting to approve Workplace Relations Commission proposals for temporary layoffs at the mines. The closure will affect approximately 650 workers and uh, those who are not employed to maintain uh, the mine will receive a weekly retainer of €65 per week on top of state benefits. Now to talk about all of this and to get the latest I'm joined by SIP2 Divisional Organiser Adrian Kane and by Mick Leyland who's a miner himself and Chair of the Minor Union. Uh, good morning and welcome. Mick, I'll, I'll start with you because uh, uh, you've had to you know, stay at home today after, I don't know, how long in mining? Yeah. Hi, Pat. Um, <clears throat> thanks for taking this. I've been there 17 years. 17 years uh, at the yeah. mines and, and yeah. then you find out that there's going to be a temporary closure and yesterday for the moment was your last day at the mines. Yeah, it was, um, it was a last-minute decision to close early. Uh, didn't go out very well. We've had confused members turning up at work today, unfortunately. But yeah, it was a big shock. So people didn't know that the mines were actually closing yesterday and people turned up today. It doesn't seem like a very well-organised uh, communications setup. No, and that's been the case, I believe, for the last four weeks, for sure. It's been a big problem with communication. Um, for for you, after 17 years in that job, um, I'm sure today is a very difficult day. Yeah, for me, like personally, it was sank in sort of only just yesterday. We've been very busy with the obviously the the dealings we've had to have with the company. So yeah, big shock personally. Um, how many workers will actually be employed uh, to to if you like mind the mines while this uh, so-called temporary closure is underway? Um, Workers I represent, not very many. Um, I think the split might be just under 50%. So my own personal members, um, 25, 26, and that, those jobs will be split. So it'll be half, half pay for maybe 50 people, possibly less. So half pay because it won't be a full working day involved in uh, the, the procedures to, to keep the mine in potentially working order. That's the, uh, the, the idea that uh, they could reopen the mines and they would not have deteriorated in any way during the period of closure. Yeah, we, we, we have expressed concerns that we don't feel the, the key workers, um, possibly too many managers on that scheme and not enough hourly paid men that do the job normally. We have concerns about that. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts about the the nature of this closure? I mean, do you believe, as the management says, that it's a temporary closure? I, I, I want to believe that, and I, I, but there is concern there could be a hidden agenda. But that would be that's just I'm just saying that personally. Yeah. Um, is this down to the price of zinc internationally? Oh, definitely had an effect on this closure. But we felt it could have been dealt with better ourselves. Yeah. I mean, zinc is a resource that's in huge demand uh, for all sorts of things. I mean, on the, the face of it, people are familiar with uh, uh, zinc used in batteries. They're uh, familiar with zinc used in galvanising and so on. It's a very widely used material uh, and will there will be going forward a huge demand for zinc. And we were always under the impression that the resources at uh, Tara Mines and the price at which uh, that resource could be produced made it a very viable mine. 
if it was if it had if they'd have taken actions earlier, they may have um, been able to possibly run through it on a, a green period. We call it where you, you at least you do some work. Um, but I do I do believe that planning wasn't done, and therefore that it was natural for it to close now. But it's a huge resource in Ireland, and it's important that Ireland does benefit from in the future. It can't be can't be left in the ground. It's a green a green mineral at the end of the day. All right. Well, Mick, look, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Uh, Mick Leyland, who is uh, a miner himself and chair of the Miner Union. And uh, listening to that conversation is Adrian Kane, who's SIP2 divisional organiser. Adrian, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, looking at this, you, you know, these are well-paid jobs um, down the mines. And then you are let go temporarily or otherwise, and you get the dole and you get €65 Euro a week during the closure it's going to mean a huge change in circumstances for many people. Yeah, I mean, this is is something that we've been highlighting um, over the last number of weeks, that essentially the the Irish system that we have, the uh, unemployment benefit, there's a flat rate, the single rate is €220. When you look across the entire Eurozone, there are only three other countries that have a similar system. That's Poland, Malta and Greece. And essentially what's happened, every other country has a system whereby you have a percentage of your average wage over the over, over the previous 12 months. So if you look at, say, Belgium, it would be 90% up to, I think, two years in that case. Yeah. In, in Sweden, where the, the company um, is headquartered, you'd be on 70% of your wage and then it drops off thereafter. Yeah, in other words, they're giving you a soft landing whereby you can look for another job with, um, you know, a a reasonable level of sustainability. Yeah, I think there's the the, the other scheme that's in place and uh, it's a German name and it won't come to me, but where essentially where you would have critical workers and if they're on short term, or in short time, their their wages would be propped up. Um, but but the one that we're looking at is just we're trying to get to a European norm. And if you look what we did during the pandemic, with the the pub payment or the um, the the TSS payment, that was a, a rudimentary pay related model that we put in place on an emergency basis. Essentially, what I would see is that the system we've inherited is the British system. And really, it's it's antiquated. It's built on kind of Victorian values that you don't trust the labouring classes. Um, you pay them a paltry wage or else they'll never go back to work. That's really the system that we have. Yeah, don't make it and too it, cushy or they'll never go back to work. That's the... Yeah, as I say, like it evolves post-World War II with still a kind of hangover of a Labour government trying to improve the lot of workers, but still anchored in Victorian sort of values that it's yeah. very minimalistic. Now, and now even if you look at our own system, yeah. uh, Frank Klusky, when, when he was Minister for Labour back in the 1970s, our pay-related model, that, that, that was the intention at that stage, that it would become the European mm. norm, but it was never implemented. Yeah, the, the thing that shocked me when I you know, learned a little bit about these things years ago, um, I had always thought, never having been on the dole, but I'd always thought that pay-related social insurance insured you in a pay-related way. 
you know, that if, if you were knocked out of work or whatever and you've been paying a lot of money in PRSI and a lot of tax and so on, that uh, what you got as part of your insurance was also related to what uh, you no. had paid. Not at all. It's quite the no. opposite. It's related. Yeah. What you pay in is related to your earnings, but not what you get out. No. So, uh, as I say, the, the that, that was never the intention um, when uh, the, the late Frank Klosky actually introduced it. It was always supposed to be related, as the hint was in the name, as it were, um, to to what you would pay in. But but it's not the case. But if things where we're at at the moment is that there was a consultation uh, process established by this government, and the government, in its program for government over three years ago has committed to bring in this scheme, but have has failed to do so. And what we're looking for, and I think the Tara Mines um, situation really highlights it, what we're looking for is for essen- essentially a PUP-type system to be put in place now immediately, whilst you work out the detail yeah. in relation to, because they were able to do it by using the mechanism whereby you can get emergency payments on social welfare. And that's essentially the mechanism that was used yeah. to put now, in place. Now, the, the, some of the issues might be that, uh, you know, someone's been working in a place for uh, three months and then they get this massive payout from the state uh, going forward. I mean, there would have to be terms and conditions apply. Like someone like Mick, we've been talking to there, 17 years, paid an awful lot of money in PRSI and in tax over that period. And, you know, it wouldn't be necessarily fair that Mick got the same payment as someone who's been in the place a wet week. Yeah. And, th- and those systems are in place in, in the countries that I've been talking about, you, you know, that you have to pay in for a minimum um, period, etc. What what the government has proposed in what, what it would deem to be kind of straw man type proposals, that you would have to be five years uh, in employment to, to get a certain rate uh, and it will be a lesser rate or it was less than five years. All that detail could be worked out. Yeah. But and what and I'm hopefully is- negotiated with interested parties. But uh, where do you stand now? I mean, um, this is an idea which, as you say, was in the programme for government. It's an idea that has been talked about. But it's very difficult to get these things implemented in an emergency like the Tara Mine situation. Well, uh, I mean, I, I'd said ye- yesterday, like, Yesterday was a really, really difficult day. And as you heard Mick, Mick was, you know, at the centre of negotiations, etc. And I was talking to him last night and, you know, saying it kind of only dawned on you that that people are losing their job where you're in intensive negotiations, dealing with different aspects of it, whatever. And kind of, you know, a kind of sense of despondency sets in yesterday. But the campaign really begins twofold for us. One around that issue about a reformed unemployment benefit, which could be done overnight, as it was with, with the pub payment. And we had a meeting with cross-party representatives in the Dáil um, on Wednesday. Um, we'll be looking to meet with all party spokespeople. We'll be looking to meet with, with, with the Minister Humphreys as well. This can be done if there's a will yeah. to it. A final, it, a final point, Adrian, and maybe one that might worry uh, people that you're in a, a business that's maybe a bit on edge, you know, profits have fallen, etc. The government introduces a scheme like that and suddenly the employer says, ha ha, now's my opportunity. They're going to get good money if I let them go. There'll be no complaints. What I would say is, and Mick touched upon it as well, we we have always 
been over the last month dealing with this company and the months preceding, we don't know the intention of this company. And possibly the people that we're negotiating with on the other side of local management don't know the ultimate in, intention. There, certainly the price of zinc uh, has, is, uh, has bottomed out. There is a, a huge issue with regard to energy costs. And the government does have a role to play. And there are there is a way forward in terms of it, it, it will need a bit of time to work out how you can work within state aid rules. You'd have to recategorize zinc as a critical mineral. It would have to be perceived as an EU wide issue. But government is engaging with the commission and that we are engaging with government as well and, and will continue to do so. Um, but we will we will be also lobbying in relation to a change in unemployment benefit. And if there is one good thing to come out of this, um, surely it would be that we would have um, a, a social protection scheme that that's fit for fit for purpose. And we reorientate towards Europe. The UK has left um, and we need to be mainstreaming um, that that social wage uh, and that social model that uh, essentially where the, the European Union was was founded right. on. Adrian Kane, SIP2 divisional organizer. Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.